0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 1106. But here's the key. You can only choose one, okay? You can only choose one niche to master if you're going to get any good. This business is simple, but it requires a certain amount of work and effort and focus and small little pivots that you only see from taking massive, radical imperfect action. And you have to do that every single day, day in and day out to get that momentum. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is Todd Toback, and welcome to the show. So today, we're going to chat about the habits of broke wholesalers and what to do about it. So you may fall in this category and say, oh, man, I am behaving like a broke wholesaler. Well, you have to know what broke wholesalers do to actually be a wealthy real estate investor, all right? So you can do the exact opposite. So there are some telltale signs that if you are guilty, hey, guess what, that is okay. Now, I don't care if you haven't done your first real estate investing deal, take some notes, right? Understand what the habits of successful investors are. And if you see yourself creeping into these bad habits, it's okay. Recognize it, pivot, and change your behavior. So that being said, every broke wholesaler does these five things. So broke wholesalers tend to be what I call in and out of the industry. One day, they're a real estate investor or a wholesaler. The next day, they're doing Airbnbs. The next day, they're trying to buy commercial properties. The next day, they're trying to be a wholesaler. The next day, they're talking about cryptocurrency trading or Forex or the next multi-level marketing opportunity. Heck, if you wanna do any one of those things, I don't blame you, but here's the key. You can only choose one, okay? You can only choose one niche to master If you're going to get any good, this business is simple, but it requires a certain amount of work and effort and focus and small little pivots that you only see from taking massive, radical, imperfect action. And you have to do that every single day, day in and day out to get that momentum. So if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching on YouTube, pick your lane. And hopefully you're picking wholesaling. And you've got to put those habits in. You've got to put the work every single day to be the best wholesaler that you can possibly be. Now, when I say focus, I'm talking working in and out. I did another podcast couple episodes about the drift. And the drift is where we start out with some good habits. We do some good things. We get some momentum. And then we get distracted either by another business opportunity or maybe it's work or maybe it's some other obligations, family obligations. And we lose that momentum and focus. And guess what? We're like, what happened? I'm at ground zero. So that being said, decide your niche, decide your habits, work in day in and day out, get that momentum and keep that. Momentum. All right. The second thing that broke wholesalers do is inconsistent marketing. I call it RAM, random acts of marketing. And believe me, I used to be guilty of this. One day they start texting people and they text 200 people and they don't do another thing for two weeks. Maybe they make some cold calls the next week. Cold call a bunch and expect a deal. Maybe they sent some postcards or some handwritten postcards and you know they're expecting some kind of response. And I could tell you, you might as well be pissing money down the drain. Pick one marketing channel and completely dominate this thing. Okay. For me, I start out in direct mail, which I love. Okay. And the key to this, and you can do this for any single marketing channel, is to get a marketing schedule. Now, you can get a Google spreadsheet, put week one, week two, week three, week four, week five, week six, week seven, right? Do that for the entire quarter. I like to break my marketing down into quarters, so that's 12 weeks. And it goes in, day in, day out, whether you feel like it or not. And this is important for two reasons. Number one, because you need a consistent flow of leads. You don't want a bunch of leads one week and a bunch of leads next week, right? You don't want that. If you're in the same place every single time, it's gonna be a lot easier to find that motivated seller than if you're all over the place, running around like a chicken with your head cut off, hoping that you might wanna run into a motivated seller. I've compared this to kind of running around and trying to get struck by lightning, (laughs) right? Running around different spots. For me, what I'd like you to do is uh, I'd like you to jump in a pool. I'd like you to hold a metal pole up Okay. And I want you to wait for a thunderstorm so that you can get struck by lightning. That's how you do deals. Okay. Let the storm come to you. So be very consistent. The next thing that I see, which drives me nuts, is constantly switching markets. What I mean by markets, I mean geographical markets, right? They're always thinking that there's a better market out there. One weekend, they're in Phoenix. The next, they're in uh, Nashville. The next weekend, they're over in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I mean, they're all over the place, hoping that one market is going to be better than the other. I can tell you that, for me, a large part of my success is building a dream team on the ground. It doesn't mean that you have to be in a market, but I always recommend finding a good broker in that market who could help you with values. I recommend finding a good title and closing agent. I recommend finding a good notary. I recommend finding some boots on the ground. And that way, this goes back to the other part about marketing where you could find a list, stick to that list, hit it again, 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 and squeeze leads out of this. This business is so easy. Generate leads every single day talk to those leads and convert them to a contract and then sell that property for maximum profit. If you're constantly switching markets, your leads are going to be all over the place. You're going to have no specialization. You're going to have no people on the ground. And you're really, you're just you know walking in this land of mediocrity, right? Focus your market, choose one, Dominated. And if you want to take over the world another the day and do a deal in a second market, good for you. But do not move that until you have significant, consistent, predictable success in the market that you are in. Okay, this one's going to hurt a nerve, this next one. And that is constantly looking online at other wholesalers thinking that they are quote unquote crushing it. Okay. FOMO, fear of missing out. Maybe someone's got a new strategy. Maybe someone's using a new postcard. Maybe someone's using something else. I could tell you what, feeling envy or jealousy or resentment towards other wholesalers or even getting distracted by what somebody else is saying online is one of the biggest mistakes. First of all, most people online are full of crap, right? And I call these what they call red herrings. Red herrings are basically a distraction to what actually is working. Now, if you don't hear uh, if you don't hear it on this podcast or if you don't hear it pretty much from my good friend Brent Daniels <laughs> on the wholesaling ink podcast also from him and anyone else on there, it's full of crap. <laughs> and I say that half kidding. There is some good information out there and some great coaches out there, but I pride myself on giving you real data and I'm just so excited to deliver this information for you. So do not get distracted by other wholesalers. Focus on yourself, focus on your results, focus on your numbers. And I'm telling you, that's where the change happens. If you get so focused on what other people are doing that you move off your plan, you're gonna get hurt. The opposite is true. If you put blinders in, work your plan, know that if you talk to people every day that you get them on a contract and you sell your properties for maximum profit, you are going to completely dominate. I can tell you that like 95% of wholesalers do all of this stuff that I'm talking about, right? All the broke stuff. And they don't do the stuff that consistently produces a profit. Now, this next one, if you're a fan of the podcast, you definitely know this one, but I am going to reinforce this. And that is broke wholesalers do small deals, Okay, broke wholesalers do small deals. I can tell you that uh, your time and your energy and marketing dollars are so valuable. They are so precious. Your job is to take a dollar and to turn it into 10. If you are doing five, seven, $10,000, it's gonna be very hard to turn that dollar into 10 uh, unless you're doing like all the work all yourself, right? I'm gonna recommend that you focus your time on a minimum of $25,000 deals. Obviously, you want to keep pushing that up 35, 45, 50, even 100, even $200,000 deals, which I've done in my career. And I'm always going to push that for you. So do big deals. Big deals are actually easier than the small deals because the bigger deals, the sellers are more motivated. They're looking for your help. They want out. The smaller deals, you're going to have sellers fight you the entire way. And so I see broke wholesalers, they're trying to do every single deal that crosses their desk, trying to make it work. Instead of letting go of those deals and focusing on the $25, $50, $100,000 deals, I promise you that if you start raising your standards and saying no to tiny deals, your life, income, freedom, return on investment will absolutely change. The next thing that I'm going to talk about is uh, not investing in a selling system, okay? Most people go out there and they talk to sellers and they just try to wing it. They have no skills. Now, obviously, if you've listened to the podcast, I've talked a lot about some of those sales skills. So you can listen to the podcast and get those for free. If you wanna know more on actually how to close deals and you wanna listen to my system, you can purchase that. So I'll give a link here at the end if you're interested in that. But you need to have a selling system, you need to learn how to get sellers to compress their own timelines. You need to have se- get rid of sellers who are not interested in doing business. You have to learn how to condition the sellers so that when you meet with them in person, that they are expecting you to make a profit. And most of all, you have to learn how to walk away when you have an unmotivated seller on your hand. Now, this is a big one. It's very timely, and this is the final one, and that is not pivoting in this current market. I could tell you what worked six months ago, is not working now in the same way, right? Interest rates are going up and cash buyers are leaving the market. They're getting a lot pickier and you can still sell the cash buyers, but it is a lot tougher. You're going to have to negotiate a much, much, much lower deal. So you have to learn how to sell to retail buyers. One of the things that we've pivoted to in this market is selling to buyers who don't need to make a profit, who want to use and enjoy the property. So you need to adapt by adding novations. Now, novations is when you actually, again, sell to a retail buyer and you put them in contract with your original seller. You put them together after you put the property on a contract, you step up and you collect the margin in the difference in purchase price from what you bought for then to what your new buyer is selling for. Okay. By the way, if you want to know more about that, I did a special training with Brent Daniels on Novation specifically for this market. And you could check that out at nolimitsrealestateinvesting.com forward slash DTR. We talk about all what we're doing front to back and how those transactions work. So you can go ahead and check that out. All right. So I'm gonna review this. And again, this is what broke wholesalers do. I'll Hint on uh, the habits that you need so that you can be wealthy and generate a lot of cash flow and really make this business work for you instead of the other way around. So number one, don't be in and out of the industry, right? And in and out of the industry means in getting distracted by another business opportunity, or maybe you, you know, work one day and you take two weeks off or whatever that is. You got to be consistent. You got to be committed to this business. You got to give it your all. And I promise you, if you're generating leads every day, you're talking to people, you're meeting with sellers, you're getting things on a contract and you're selling to cash buyers or retail buyers, okay, you're gonna see your income explode. Just give it your all. You gotta commit to wholesaling. The next thing is inconsistent marketing, right? Do not be on and off. Don't do random acts of marketing. Get a schedule. I don't care what you do, but pick one niche and decide what it's gonna gonna be and nail that every single day, every single week, every single month for the quarter You do just this, and your business will change. Get your marketing on a spreadsheet, then execute it. Next, constantly switching your geographical markets. Pick one, make it work, and you're gonna see, okay, your results, there is no magic market. Now, that being said, if you're in one market and it's so hard and you're you're not able to get any deals after being consistent with your marketing, maybe it is time to switch markets, but you have to give it your all, and I can tell you that I'm not gonna give any credence to a market until I've been there for at least 90 days. The next thing is constantly getting FOMO, right? Fear of missing out and distracted to what appears to be other wholesalers' success. I will look online and say, great, good for this person. That is awesome, but I'm not going to get distracted. I'm going to remember my plan. I'm going to work my plan. I'm going to listen to my coach, okay? And I'm going to work that. I'm not going to look at what everybody else is doing, thinking that I'm less N, okay? Comparison is a thief of joy. Comparison is also a thief of your bank account because it's going to distract you thinking, okay, having you think that what you're doing is not enough, okay? So go out there and make it happen. Now, if you have a mentor that you're paying, you want to listen to them, but I'm talking about people outside of that. Next thing is doing small deals, right? If you're doing five, seven, $10,000 wholesale deals, I can tell you what, you're going to struggle. So you want to set a minimum of $25,000 deals in your mind and constantly raise that over time i can tell you doing a 25 or a 50 is a lot easier than doing a $5000 deal ask me how i know this all right next thing not investing in a selling system you must learn how to sell to people to talk to communicate i talked about my no limit selling system before you can listen to the podcast get it all for free if you want to know more about that you can check out no limit salesystem.com to find out more the last one is not pivoting in this market okay what worked 6 months ago is not working like it did. I love selling to cash buyers. Uh, I will always sell to cash buyers, and uh, they are a very large part of my income, but they are getting more skittish because of the market. Who knows how long this will last, but right now, the next six months, year, two years, this may change. So you have to learn how to sell to cash buyers. You also need to sell to retail buyers using a strategy called novations. This is where you get a property on a contract with a seller You go and then you sell your contract or find a retail buyer, okay? You put these two together and you step out, earning the margin for what you bought it for and you sold it for. A retail buyer is going to pay more, right? Because they're going to live in it. They're not looking to make a profit. They're looking for the use and enjoyment. And because you're offering a great deal and they don't need to make a margin, that person can pay a lot more than a cash buyer. By the way, if you want to know more about that strategy, okay, I did a free training. Again, I talked about that with Brent Daniels. So you can check out uh, no com forward slash DTR to find out more. So I hope you enjoyed today's show and I will talk to you on the next episode.